Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Little Mermaid. My name is Shabazz and of course I'm joined here by my other mermandams, Daniel and Anthony. Oh, we got we got our tridents up, tridents up boys. Yeah, I, oh, oh, I don't know, time out, Daniel? No, it's trident. trident oh, you know? trident. Yeah. yeah, not the gum, by yeah. the way. Anthony, your no, trident no. looks like it's missing a couple of uh, spires or what do they call them? No, Forks? like, okay, so there's my two fingers. That's the spire. And then the middle one is the other making one spire. So it's, uh, I can't, it's, it's this a this W. Like a gang sign. It's definitely a gang it sign. It is. I am uh, part of a gang. Then it's like Don't mermaid tell underneath. You know? yeah. And then mermaid. The mermans. <laughs> mermans. Yeah, we we're not part of the mermaid group. We're uh, the merman group. No. No. No, no. We're like, no. We're like badasses. Do you think mermaids have like tattoos and stuff? Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. Like, would they get them on like, their... Why would you, why would you even think that? Of course. Yeah, they use uh, octopus ink, right? <laughs> It's octopus. Octopus. Yeah. Wow. See? Yeah. And now I'm imagining like an octopus with like an eye patch and just like like a bandana on its arm being like, what do you want? You want a hot? And like it's just writing it on your arm or something. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. It's probably like something that looks like this too. Like (laughs) look at like this. Not not that gang again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's like, oh, it's like we're the Pacific Coast. Like, like, okay, cool. Like Pacific Coast. Sure. (laughs) How are you guys doing today? Let's start off with Anthony. Anthony, how are you? I'm doing great. We uh, we're just here at the movie podcast. We're just doing crazy things and can't wait to get to uh, show them to our audience. I'm sorry. I'm just being very <laughs> subtle because I just re- remembered so I'm not allowed to talk ambiguous. about what we just experienced. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty big. Yeah, it was pretty cool, and then we can't talk about it yet. But when we can talk about it, people will be like, "Whoa, they're talking about this." Uh, they is, are. Which is not they're a big shock, to? but yeah, they're allowed to. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, what yeah. about yourself? How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm fantastic. As fantastic the, uh, as I'm fantastic as my fellow uh, man mermandems would say. You know, that's that's the lingo that we that's, say. That's that's our gang gang talk right there. Gang. Yeah. No, Daniel, Daniel, no, I'm good. I'm gonna kick him I'm out good. of the gang now. With that gang oh, talk, eh? With the pun? Yeah. <laughs> with the gang talk? <laughs> Get that gang talk out of here. No, I'm good. You know, it's nice that you know this has been a film that. Uh, it's wild to think that this goes back to the early days in the movie podcast where the summer that Halle Bailey was cast as Ariel was summer 2019. And here we are now four years later, finally being able to talk about this movie and see it and, you know, and celebrate it because there's there's lots of lots to talk about, which is which is great. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh this is one of those movies that, you know, again, like Halle Bailey cast so long ago and I kept wondering I'm like when is this movie going to come out? And obviously COVID and everything aside, um there there was so much about this movie that we were kind of looking forward to because it just really felt like Disney has been trying and attempting these live action remakes and, you know, I guess it's been divisive on kind of all ends. Like some people have the claim of like, well, what's the point? What are we doing this for? And some people are like, oh, this is for a new generation. So we're definitely going to talk a little bit about that as well. What our initial thoughts are going into this movie and then kind of just how we, how we felt about the movie at the end of it all. But before we kind of get into anything about this film, Daniel, there's a rumor out there that you have some announcements. I just want to make sure, uh, is that rumor true? Yes, I, I was going to blow into my conch shell like to, <laughs> to signal the the announcements. Uh, the the, the announcements mics may not sirens. pick it up, though. 
No, they will not pick it up. No. Uh, I do want to let you guys know, as, as you do, if you are a fan of the movie podcast or if this is the first time you're ever watching us or listening to us, we have brand new episodes all throughout the week that you can catch, like reviews, interviews, and so much more. We dropped a main episode this week, which is so fun. We talk about all the news of the last couple of weeks, really, that's been, been dropping on us. Um, and it's just been great because the last time we had a main episode was at the end of March. So there's a lot of catch up on. We talked a lot about our London trip, a lot about what's going on with the writer strike, the next Superman movie, and so much more. Uh, so really check out that episode. It's a really great one. We also have our review out for Fast X. So if you want to check that out. Also, we have an interview with Leia Masu for The Five Devils. So she's a brilliant writer and director of that film. So go check that out. As well as all of our Gardens of the Galaxy coverage, our Blackberry coverage, our interview with Matt Johnson, Glenn Howerton, and Jay Baruchel. There's lots to look forward to. And as Anthony and Shay alluded to earlier in this episode, there's some really, really cool stuff coming your way. So you don't want to miss any of it. If you're looking forward to any of the movies coming out in June, which there are a lot, I promise you, the movie podcast is the best place to be. Stay here. You're already in the best place for movies. So make sure you hang out with us and stay here. You know what's what's really cool, by the way? There are clues literally hidden in this video as to what we're even talking about. It's crazy. And yeah, that is crazy. You're right. Yeah. You're but right. It, but what are the we're, clues? I'm, now I'm looking around like, what's, Where? what's around me? Where right could now? it be? I guess. Where we'll could it be? Have to stay tuned. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, bef- before we kind of, you know, get into our, our thoughts about the film, I, I do want to kind of quickly talk about this movie and, that, and, and thank Walt Disney Studios Canada for allowing us to come watch this movie. And, you know, it was just so great watching it with the, the people from Walt Disney as well. It was really cool to see their reactions to the movie also. Um, of course, The Little Mermaid stars Halle Bailey, Jonah Hour King, David Diggs, Aquafina, Jacob Tremblay, Noma Dumuzwani, Art Malik, Javier Bardem, and Melissa McCarthy. And The Little Mermaid will be released exclusively in theaters May 26th, 2023 so that's either coming up or it's already passed or it's the same day so it depends on when you listen to this that's kind of how uh time works i believe it, it sounds about right to me yeah it that makes right sense yeah yeah <laughs> now before we kind of get into this film i kind of want to gain from you guys like where, where are you sitting with you know disney's live action remakes because I, I have i have my own thoughts i remember before going into this movie you guys can even attest to it i i was very I don't want to say not looking forward to you it. You were the most negative I've ever seen you going into a movie. No, I'm kidding. You weren't. I, I, but it's, I was but definitely. You, but you were definitely. Yes. You were definitely a lot more on the other side of the right. the, the, the ocean than the boat that Anthony <laughs> I was and I on were. the land. You guys yeah. were in the water. Well, yeah. No, I think, I think, I think that's what We're happened. in the sea. We, I, I have the same same feelings with Shay. Like yeah. When it came to a, a live action, you just, you're kind of hesitant because it's like, is it going to be as good as the original? Is it going to add any value to it? You know, I think probably before um, like the previous live action films, I think Cruella was probably my favorite. And that's not even, that's, yeah, Cruella that's not was really, great. A, it is based on a character, like the art animated character, but it's an original story. It has like, it was its own thing, its own right? Name. So it was different. But that was really, yeah. really well done. So I right. was in this boat with Shay and we were kind of like paddling <laughs> together. And yeah, <laughs> And I'm the mermaid in the water, like you suckers. <laughs> you have no idea how good it is in this water right now. <laughs> you know, but here's the thing: like, there's there's movies like you mentioned, Cruella and Maleficent, and and 
those movies, I, I, I almost don't even want to count them as the live action remakes because to me, the live action remakes are movies like The Little Mermaid, Cinderella, um, Alice Beauty in Wonderland, and Beauty and the Beast, and of course, Aladdin and The Lion King. And I feel yeah, and like- the Jungle Book. And The Jungle Book. Sorry, you're absolutely right. And yeah. I feel like, again, there have been more misses, in my opinion, with those films than there have been hits. Um, I s- still haven't found- what their purpose is because I still feel like most people will gravitate back towards the original film because you know what? They are timeless classics. That is what Disney's bread and butter is. That's the kind of movies they make, but you wonder, does that same thing apply to these new ones? Uh, but yeah, I just was curious with you guys. Is, is, is a similar feeling? Daniel, what about yourself? Yeah. For me, you know, I'm, I'm always like, like all of us, we're always, it's curious when these are announced, right? Cause I think when I go back to our discussion of Mulan, all those years ago, forgot back about in that one. Twenty, Mulan is another one where you're you're making a choice. Okay, am I sticking to the original or am I forging a new path? And either way you go, you're going to upset audiences because people will want they could go really far different like Mulan was, or they could do shot for shot remake like Pinocchio and The Lion King and a lot of other movies were. Oh, Lady and but the Tramp some, as well. Lady and the Tramp as well, but Lady yeah. and the Tramp as well too. I feel like. I, I think that was uh it's one that not a lot of people talk about because mm-hmm. it was a Disney Plus release film, but it was well made. Yeah. Like it, it did its purpose, but it wasn't something that I think really like it's not one that I'll go back to. Neither is the original Lady and the Tramp, but I mean yeah. that's that, again, that's, that's all your own personal preference at that point. But uh yeah, I mean it's I, I still think we're in a in an interesting spot where we're just wondering, okay, what do these movies really mean? The one thing most of them all have in common is they all make a lot of money. So clearly, they are finding an audience, and with Disney Plus being as big as it is, I'm sure kids are watching it at home too. And you know, the animated ones are there; those are the ones that we grew up with because they were being re-released out of the VHS vault, the Disney vault, for us to watch. But I'm sure if we were younger and these were the versions coming out, that's what we'd be watching, right? So it's um, it's it's a really interesting situation because we're so used to the animated versions that we know and love. So whenever something new is introduced and there's a lot of new in the little mermaid, which we're going to talk about, it's always that like, okay, but what is the purpose of this? Where is it going to find its, you know, I guess it's place in history. And I think the jury's still out on um, what that's going to be. But I do think the nice thing is that you do get surprises in this, like Cruella, like the jungle book, like, um, you know, Maleficent was a big one as well too. in Cinderella and, you know, for myself, The Little Mermaid is one of the one of the better ones for sure. So we'll, we'll talk more about it. Absolutely, Anthony. What about yourself? Any any conflicting thoughts or pretty much the same? Well, it, it, you know, they have to keep the IP fresh. I was always a big no no against you know make remake no 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 make, remaking these films. <laughs> I kind of had like an you know vision of you know this these movies. Last time they came out, 1989, and maybe they, there's a sequel to it. A lot of people don't know. A lot of little kids, they might have watched a cartoon, but when we were at the the blue carpet yesterday, tons of kids dressed up wanting to see The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And it just made sense at that point, even though we in our generation and we right now are the ones who are actually discussing, this movie is really meant for kids. <laughs> and at the end of it, it yeah. is meant for the children. And they're the ones who are going to enjoy it and love it. We're the more vocal ones because we're on social and we have our podcast. And we're going to talk about it, but that's true. And, I, and not referring to us, but I just, just us be like 
adults being able to watch it and then critique it after. I feel like it's not fair to, you know, what do the kids really think about this film? And I think that's we don't. I don't have a kid with me to ask. We should. We should have. We should have so asked the kids there yesterday. <laughs> oh, they were all psyched <laughs> though. Those kids. You're book. right. You're. All those kids were so psyched yeah. and jazzed, and you know, like and that's watching this and. I'm sure they're going to love it too. And if it makes them happy and this is what they like, like they're, this is the first time they'll be able to see something that's been animated come to real life. And it, I think as a child mm-hmm. and you're seeing that for the first time, that's magical in its own thing. I think we're just too sometimes hard on these films, even though like certain things just didn't make sense because they didn't add any value to the original. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, like exactly what you said, there, there's a lot of elements there that, you know, it follows the same kind of, you know, story beats that the original one does and, and so on and so forth. But I think what's what's great about these live action remakes is there is opportunity to correct some of the past mistakes, such as casting. When you look at it, you know, you have the ability now to be a bit more inclusive, whether that's by gender, whether that's by race or however you want to kind of make that inclusivity occur during the movie. That is now a possibility. You know, you will, you can actually have a brown actor play Aladdin and with a little mermaid, it doesn't have to be a white redheaded girl. It can be someone like Halle Bailey. That is the ability that we have now with these films. So they do open up to such a bigger audience. And I am curious what, you know, the next 10 plus years are going to look like when you look back at these movies and say to these kids who are now going to be a lot older, like what? stuck with you was it the animated when you watched it or was it this live action version but let's not take too much more time let's get into our review of the little mermaid and i want to kick it over to anthony for your first reaction to the little mermaid my initial reaction to the little mermaid is i loved it i thought it was really really well done i thought it was magical it brought that magical element that i feel like a lot of disney films have been missing in a really long time like just to feel that disney vibe that disney feel and it was brought into The Little Mermaid. I think it, it encompasses. I think that's what really stands out about this whole film. It just feels like a Disney production. It feels like a Disney uh, film. And it also feels like, you know, a faithful... It's faith, faithful to the cartoon, to the animated version that it came that came before it. And I think Hallie, Hallie Bailey is absolutely radiant as Ariel. I think she does a fantastic job. She emotes... Everything that we see in Ariel, emotion-wise, the, the characteristics, the voice, everything. And she's doing all the singing. She's doing all the acting. And there's not, like, I, I haven't watched The Mermaid in a really long time. I think the last time I watched it, I, think I was probably in single digits, you know, like 9, 10. And I totally forgot there was a sequence where she doesn't even talk, you know? Like, that, that just past me i i totally <laughs> forgot that and the, like the whole the biggest major plot. premise yeah, of the the biggest, film. yeah well you know i forgot she was a guys, mermaid did you, I, I was gonna say <laughs> but I'm just kidding. you know she held her own throughout this whole movie and i think she did a really wonderful job i think the whole cast that was part of this movie did a fantastic job i think visually it's stunning i never noticed a part of the film where i felt like mm, that cg was a little rough or i think they got everything that needed to be done right right i think the hair underwater is fantastic big oh yeah it looked awesome big musical sequences big score a lot of that is kind of still kept but made even bigger uh and it feels much richer because you have like 3d animation and and ariel who's live action it just it works well underwater as well so it just flows um what this movie really did for me is 
it made me feel like a kid again. And that's something that's hard to do when you're watching a movie that's very old, that's you have like this feeling of, you know, this childhood nostalgia that you always go back to. And when I started watching it and when it went into, you know, the musicals, I just felt like, man, this is what it was like to be a kid. And and then I thought like the kids that are going to be watching this are going to be like, holy <laughs> without the but holy, this is amazing. <laughs> They're going to just be blown out of the water. But like, truthfully, the story is not like the um, the greatest story. You know, it gets a little boring at times, but that's just the Little Mermaid. And some it does feel old-fashioned. I wish they kind of added a little bit more of a modern twist to it. You know, the whole dams, the, the, the princess who's in distress, who then leaves with the prince at the end. It just feels such a, like a, hundred years ago type of idea and i felt like maybe they could have added a little bit more to her story to make her feel a little bit more modern but overall yeah, i enjoyed sure. it yeah no i i i really get a lot of the points that you made there especially the one about being you know feeling like a kid again because that's something that i definitely i think all three of us really felt that emotion that 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 nostalgia that wonderment that you kind of get from watching a disney film um it was also interesting is that we're, we're getting a longer version of this movie too. You know, this one's clocking in about 45 minutes longer than the animated version. And, you know, that's due to a, a little bit of lengthening of the story. And also we get a couple new songs from composer Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's added some of his, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda flair to it. So there's new songs to kind of keep, you know, old fans still engaged, but also keep the kids and everybody else bopping along to more music, buying more merchandise as well. So there's a lot of great things in it. But uh, Daniel, please, I want to kick it over to you for your first reaction. Yeah, you know, this is this is a Little Mermaid really surprised me, you know, going into it, seeing all of the trailers that we've been seeing over the last, you know, feels like a couple years now of just seeing like little snippets here and there. Um, it's a very beautiful looking film. Like there are definitely moments through here that I'm like, wow, like this translated really well. And I think that's what, is such a nice surprise with this is that it's like, I already, I already made my fantastic pun earlier, but it really is, you know, it's a fantastic reimagining of the classic tale that we know and love. And I think you have somebody like Halle Bailey, who just is wondrous throughout all of this. Her voice is incredible and it just carries throughout all the seven seas. She's just so incredible in this role. And then when you do take that voice away from her, She's so great. She has such like such subtle acting like moments where she's just, you know, just kind of just miming or nodding with her head. But you never it's never lost. Like you're like, oh, yeah, she can't talk, but she does so much with her expressions and with her just her body, um, her body. Um, why can't I think of the word now? Her uh, body, body language. Uh, body language thank you so much Shabazz. no problem uh you know she you know she forgot that she, she got legs it's i'm forgetting my brain today so uh yeah it's uh was, she did so much with her body language that it's just like wow like this is this is really fantastic and i think she has such wonderful chemistry with uh jonah howard king yeah who's just i think really great in this prince eric. um you prince eric what did i say prince harry i think the actual prince from uh oh no life. prince harry is not in this. <laughs> prince harry is not in this but it's funny that you know you you mentioned though that auntie that this does feel like you know a hundred year old story i'm like yeah it is you know it's like the hans christian anderson you know story is like from the 1800s obviously we got it in 18 sorry in 1989 and here we are now with this story and it pretty much follows the same beats that we know and love from the animated film 
from 1989, but it is very much expanded. We get some more musical numbers in there, like Shay said. Um, some I think are really good, like the um, the Wild Uncharted Water song. I feel like that's something that we're getting more in these live action remakes. Where let's give the uh, let's give the you know the male characters uh, a mo some more development than they I think typically have gotten in the other you know in the in the disney renaissance films like just like yeah let's give them a song and i think beast and beast got a song too in uh the film from a few years ago too for the beauty and the beast uh, i think that was good the scuttlebutt song um it's been stuck in my head it's very lin-manuel miranda so if you know his style of rapping and just you know his flow you're gonna it's gonna stick out to you very much because you're like yep yeah, that is very much a lin-manuel miranda song but i do think as a whole the little mermaid just overflows with style and color and creativity and i'm just really impressed with what rob marshall and his team were able to pull off with this because one it looks great the visuals are great no moments of cg that really stood out to me or really took me out of the scenes the musical numbers are big and i think that's what was missing so much in films like the lion king where you have these photorealistic animals that don't carry emotion on their faces but in this film they do and and someone like david diggs who plays um sebastian is hilarious in this film he's given a lot more to do and i think it just really carries a lot of the film uh his character was one that was a little on a little unsure of when we saw how he was going to look but i think it works really well in the film uh jacob tremblay who we did get to talk to on the on the blue carpet uh, yesterday uh his flounder i think is the only one visually that is it, I, I guess because he feels very small like the flounder is very small in this compared like to the big he's very thin you know, too. Like, like he's not yeah, he's not he's, like a puppy. Yeah, he's fish. a little sick. He's a little sick. I think yeah, he hasn't ate much. He's, he's, his performance is great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very, again, it's weird hearing Jacob Tremblay when we spoke to him and then in this film because he's so much older now. But uh, I think his character in it uh, is just his fish, the fish itself is just so like he's a fish. He doesn't really stand out too much in the you know the grand scale uh, in the grand uh, scheme of things, but uh, scale again, works still, better because fishes scale have scales. Works, yeah, fishes have scales. You're right, um, but I do think this is one of Dis uh, sorry, I do think that this is one of Disney's best live action remakes. And when you have a performance like Halle Bailey and you have the supporting cast with Melissa McCarthy and um, Javier Bardem, I think they all play the roles incredibly. And I had a great time with this. I really, really had a great time with this. I'm so happy. I was so happy leaving the theater because, you know, this is a story that we all know and love. And when it's treated, I think, with such respect with this, even though it does play it a little bit safe at times, the moments that it does expand and you really get to see the ocean. I'm like, this is really fantastic. Yeah, I, I echo all the same sentiments that you guys do. I think, you know, Halle Bailey, especially uh, not knowing really what her performance would be like, I was blown away she just swims through as ariel with such ease and with such grace and she carries that role so well and this might be controversial but her version of part of your world i love i really really love almost a little bit more than jody benson's i love jody benson there it too, is but there's but there's something about when hallie is singing it the emotion that she brings into that moment I think it's transcending beyond just the character. I feel like it's like through just Hallie herself kind of bringing it in. And it's, it's beautiful. I love that performance. I loved her song. It was so good. David Diggs, you talked about the one person in this movie who I wish we got more of Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. I think she's so good in this movie as Ursula, but she wasn't in it as much as I think I'd like her to be. And 
because we have a bit of a longer story here and we have a little bit more time to spend with, you know, Prince Eric, a lot more development on him, we kind of lose out on some of the development, I think, on Ursula because when the third act kind of kicks into this movie, it kicks in really quickly. It almost kind of happens within just a few minutes. The whole sequence that you've you're familiar with the end of the animated film i feel like it happens really really fast in this movie so i wish they maybe had kind of spread it out a little bit better where we, we we got some more eric but we also got a little bit more of ursula and and when she turns into i believe it's vanessa her character um right there's, there's do you a- think do you think it's on par sorry to interrupt no, you. do you think it's on par the screen time we got of ursula is probably on par with what we got in the animated film but because the rest of the film felt a lot more expanded upon right I think it's her that feels a little bit more that's underdeveloped because Absolutely. of that time, right? Yeah, and th- yeah. Th- that's why I mentioned that like, you know, we get a lot more of Prince Eric and, and that part of the story, which is great, yeah. but because of that, we, we do miss out on some of Ursula. So she would have been a great character thing to expand more on because not saying that she's misunderstood or anything like that, but there is possibility for that to be explored as well in her character. Um, Definitely. But yeah, this movie is great. It, it's such a fun time and the CG looks great. Yeah, there might be some spotty moments here or there I've been hearing people talk about, but I really like nothing really comes to my mind from the screening that we watch. I, I think it looked beautiful. The the spectacles with all the, the, the songs are, are fantastic. There's a lot here. And I think this version of Kiss the Girl is so cool. It's it's just the way mm-hmm. that they kind of build up to it and how the, the instruments are being played and Man, I just I got a good vibe from this movie, and I think that there is potential to kind of proceed this movie with the sequel. You don't have to follow the direct to VHS one that came out years ago, but it could be something a whole new story that you can tell. There's there's a lot of great stuff in this, a lot of great performances. I even like that we got you know a bit more development on Prince Eric's lineage as well and where he comes from and yeah. what's going on there. There's a lot of lot of great great stuff in this movie and I, I i again i left pleasantly surprised i i was humming and singing hallie's song i think i was singing it almost as good as her but i mean you folks can close. be the judge close okay well then that's that's yeah, all close. i need that's all i need but the- no close no close as in close your mouth shade oh. like i don't want to hear it anymore oh. yeah zip it yeah Close. Zip, zip. zip your mouth. Wow. Don't, my my, mer, my mermandems are so mean to me. <laughs> no, that's all good. You know, I, can, can I, we I, acknowledge, don't, I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I want to no, acknowledge one thing. No, I just want to acknowledge way. how um, King, uh, King, uh, tri- what's his name? Triton? King Trident? Triton. 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 How um, he has a lot of kids. Jack, he is. He, he has, has a lot, lot of kids. kids. And he's giving like parental, he's the only parent in this whole scenario, which is always funny. And this is something I just realized like, man, this guy has a lot of kids. A lot of kids. All seven C's. No, no, no mom anywhere to be found. Who knows where they no, are? No. But uh, yeah, but he was jacked, man. Like when he when he like he was like, Bruh. I'm like, yeah. oh, I really liked <laughs> his uh, his his fish cape. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, like cape, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I but, yeah. I was I was hearing like people were like, oh, I wasn't fond of his deadpan type of, but it, that deadpan type of acting. I'm like, but he's a king. Like, I don't know what do you want him to be more flamboyant. Like he's he, <laughs> yeah. he was always like whenever I and, saw him in the Little Mermaid, I thought of like a wrestler because he was always jacked. He was yeah, he was, he was always Hulk strict Hogan. and Hulk Hogan-y. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. this just feels. I think Javier Bardem gives a little bit of a better value to the character. Yeah, yeah. there's 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 gravitas. There, yeah, there right? is. Um, and I love Javier Bardem. He just didn't bring, you know, his his uh, cow his, shooter thingy. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> his no, no country for old men gun. 
Oh God! Yeah. Not the Trident today. It's the, <laughs> the cow thingy. Cow yeah, sugar, no, I yeah. thought he, he, he was fantastic. And it's again, it's yeah. like one of those actors that I didn't expect him to even be in this film, and here he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, is, absolutely. Yeah. Let's get over to our final recommendations. Let's get over to Daniel. Daniel, please let us know what will you tell people to do with The Little Mermaid? You know, like I said, The Little Mermaid is full of color, creativity, and I just think it just overflows with just, it's just a great feeling. I think in a world of so many live action remakes that we've gotten over the years, this is one you should pay attention to. I put this up there with The Jungle Book, I put it up there with Cruella, Cinderella, and now. Uh, I think The Little Mermaid, I think it's one of the best that Disney's ever done in terms of live action reimaginings of their animated films. It's definitely worth your time. If you love The Little Mermaid, if you have a family, go watch this movie. You're going to have a great time with it. You know, like you're going to, why are you laughing at that? You have a family, like it only watches if you have a family. (laughs) If you don't know, like if you love The Little Mermaid, if you have a family, uh, if you just want, if you're curious, if you're on the fence, you know, dive in. The water's fine. Like you're going to have a great time with this movie. If you're on the shore. I if you're on the shore, roll back in. You'll be good. It's it's. I'm honestly, I was very surprised with it. It was worth the wait. Halle Bailey steals the damn show. She steals the whole thing. What a voice. What a great performance. Go watch The Little Mermaid. Thank you for that. Anthony, what about yourself? What will you tell our friends, our fins, our about fins? The Little Mermaid? Uh, this is a, a watch it. I, I had fun with it. I thought it was magical. Again, Halle Bailey, we've said it enough. She plays this role with heart and soul and makes the animated version come to life like that's that's what it is and it's that's she steals a lot of the this movie for me and and rightfully so it is her movie but it's just her performance and how she captivates you with the singing like there's there's that scene in the trailer where she sings and on a rock and the water hits like it's that's a very powerful sequence and things Mm -hmm. like that kids are gonna watch it and I think she's a great role model for a lot of kids who, you know, just want to pursue, you know, acting and and making movies. And this is a huge part of that. And I think uh, a lot of kids will love it and families will enjoy it as well. Yeah. Halle Bailey is going to be a star. Oh, yeah. Her star power is incredible. And this film, The Little Mermaid, is going to make her a mega star 100%. absolutely yeah you know like for myself the little mermaid it's, it's an absolute splash Halle bailey is one of the best parts of this movie but that's that's not shelling short of anybody else in this movie as well because everyone is fantastic this is a did great you say shelling short i by did the way? i did say that yeah because i thought i could sneak ah. in a little ah. pun there you know what i like i liked it i like uh, it <laughs> uh of course we have you know fantastic performances like i mentioned but also the the classic songs are given such a new breath of fresh air when she comes out of the water with her legs, you know, so there's a lot of great things in this movie. And I think that if you're kind of on the, the fence, as Daniel mentioned, or if you're standing on the dock right now, dive in. Yeah. Cause I think, I think there's at least something in here that you will enjoy and you will have a good time with, and it may make you feel like a kid again. So you never know the chance, the, the possibilities are endless. So definitely go watch it. Of course we are. The movie it made part. Anthony feel like a kid. It made, it made Anthony feel like a kid. If a movie can do that, that's like a, that's like a real gem almost in a way for some people, yeah. you know, Who knows? you gotta go watch it and find out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know how to uh, swim, so I'll probably drown if I were to jump in. So don't oh. jump in. So if you yeah. Oh yeah. Swim. Maybe we should, we should <laughs> say that if you don't know how to swim, probably don't, Take a boat. Don't go see it in 40 X. Don't go see it. You might drown. Yeah. You might drown. (laughs) You might drown. Uh, Of course, we are the movie (laughs) podcast and uh, we are available on 
all podcast services, you can go ahead and leave us a review, comment, and if you can leave us five stars, I promise you it costs you nothing and it helps keep the lights on of our show. That's why we are so bright right now and colorful because you're probably watching us on YouTube because if you are watching us on YouTube, that means you probably subscribe to us on YouTube and you've given us a thumbs up. You've left a comment on there as well. We love reading all the comments, good or bad. The bad ones are always really fun to read because it's just like, hmm. That's an interesting perspective that you have. And we can kind of go based off that. Movies create conversations. They create the incentive to talk about art and film. So we love that on here. Again, thank you so much to our friends over at Walt Disney Studios Canada for allowing us to come watch this movie and for reviewing it and having us on the blue carpet with Jacob Tremblay. Check out all that coverage as well on our social feeds at the Movie Podcast. That was this time with the Movie Podcast. And see you next. 